It's time for the next hour of the HRN Holiday Radiothon in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I am Gina with the merchandising team, and it's hour 2 of the Horse Radio Network 6th Holiday Radiothon. Head over to statelinetac.com for all your holiday shopping. Rocking around the HRN Tree Glen and Ashley on the air. Four hour two, it's Resource Radio. Ooh, what will Joy and Kristen do? Well, we're back for hour two. Thank you for joining us, everybody. It's Retired Racehorse Radio Hour of the Horse Radio Network six hour holiday radiothon by Stateline TAC with additional support provided by Kentucky Performance Products and Benefab. I am Glenn DeGeek and emceeing with me for the full six hours is my friend and host of the Sleep Stories for Equestrians podcast and the new show jumping podcast, Ashley Winch. Ashley, hour two, you survived hour one. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> it was go. fun too. Good time. We have five more hours of guests, over $3,400 in prizes yet to give away, multiple hosts, and you are creative listeners. Schedules, prizes, and all the guests are listed on the website at horseradionetwork.com slash radiothon. It's the year of the ugly sweater, and you'll see a few of those across our hosts throughout the day, so be sure to stay tuned to our style or lack thereof. And our theme of this year's Radiothon is Best Holiday Christmas Fail, so please feel free to go ahead and drop your fails in the comments below and be sure to include your name so we know who is sharing what. Our hosts for this hour are from the Retired Racehorse Radio Show, now with over 100 episodes. Retired Racehorse Radio is your guide to adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse. Hey there, Joy Orr and Kristen Bentley. Happy Radiothon! Yay! This almost... Yes, happy Thanksgiving (laughs) and, you know... Don't panic too much with coming up of Christmas. (laughs) All right, let's see it, Joy. Let's see your ugliest Christmas sweater. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I like it. Slim. It's kind of cute. I I went with like a Barbie theme. That's the one time I went on trend this year. So (laughs) you get Barbie girl Christmas. I love it. it. You look way more put together than I do. I just got here from the barn. (laughs) So (laughs) I left the barn an hour early to be put together. The sacrifices we make. We appreciate you doing that, Joy. Thank you for joining us today. You guys, your show is doing so well. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't know why you sound so surprised, Glenn. No, no. I mean, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, man, they still call us to come back. That's wild. (laughs) It is. It's doing very well, and you're doing a great job with it. Uh, So well done. Well done. Thank you. Good job. It's been a pleasure. Good job. So I uh, would like Joy to tell us what prizes we're giving away this hour. Oh, we're going to give away some great prizes this hour. It's hour two. It's the best hour. Uh, we are giving away almost $800 in prizes this hour, including an install hay optimizer, which is worth $495, a U.S. rider subscription, a value of $200, and a Soir Equestrian gift certificate worth $100. So I don't know about you, but some of these things are on my Christmas list. I would love a chance to win them. I think I'm disqualified. So best yeah, of luck. Too to bad hosts can't qualify. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried. What if, Joy. what if I told you this is also my resignation? <laughs> <laughs> Two-week notice or else. <laughs> 
the show was good while it lasted. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to stick around for a while till. till okay. All right. Good. <laughs> good. All right. Let's give away a prize to a listener. We have a trivia question about joy. The oh and Ashley, you're gonna you're gonna take a look at the comments. The first one we see may not be the first one you see, so don't yell at us because you thought you were first. It's the first one we see coming in from all the sources are going to get one of this year's Christmas mugs that were that were drawn by Jessica Troop. So you're going to get one of those mugs, and this is the question. You're going to have to be a listener to know this answer. Joy's significant other is in what business? Be specific. Drum so the roll. first. While we're waiting for the answers to fly in there, <laughs> they should get that one though because I have a oh. feeling we. Oh, oh it's we our, already. Ob. Oh my gosh. <laughs> said pies. Yep, That's he's a pie maker, thing. right? <laughs> Look at all the pants of people that knew. <laughs> they listen to you, Joy, when oh, you man. talk. Gary, can't handle that type of validation. Please don't. Okay, give a quick plug for his pie company because it's excellent. This is not a paid commercial. No, it's uh, I'm like, I'll probably need to send it to everyone in the chat because it's hard to spell. It's Ackett's Handmade Pie Company. Um, A-C-H-T... Oh my gosh. A-C-H-T-C. I've been with him almost four years and that's the first time I questioned spelling his last name. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> You'll see why though. I, was, out loud. <laughs> I may have had um, some things in practice for our next little segment in this hour. So okay. <laughs> it's justified. You'll see later. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, I asked what you guys wanted to do to open your hour, and Joy immediately said, I want to do a drink, a holiday drink. <laughs> so you're going to do a drink for us? I am. Um, I wish I had, like, the overtop camera, but I do have my little bar set. So you're going to start with a fancy cup. Today we're okay. making a Kentucky-style Paloma. And mm. if anyone's had a Paloma, you know, it's typically made with tequila, but Zach won't drink tequila. So we're going to use bourbon. And I have my fancy horse bourbon. It's Pinhook. They were a guest on Retired Resource Radio, fun fact. Uh, so when you have this, you're going to start with about two ounces of bourbon. Um, if you Are want you measuring more. off no. from? You just oh, good. Like okay. I thought you were just like going for I it. Do I do a like, sloppy girl. pour like any good horse girl. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Keep it up, Joy. Thank you. Um, and normally I'd have a grapefruit and like be squeezing it and be fancy, but we don't have time for that because we have prizes to give you. So instead, and here is about about six ounces of grapefruit juice. You can use grapefruit soda if you would prefer. So you're gonna she has the fanciest containers. Thanks to having someone in the food biz. He's, like, <laughs> he's just on, he's like, do you need martini glasses? What do you need to get this going? I'm like, about it it's not that it's not that serious don't Kristen, do you that. own martini glasses Kristen? no no, no i didn't i don't not. either no no we have every glass where you could we serve everything it. in a mason jar this is one of those households <laughs> yeah me too yeah. Well, this, even this or is a coffee a cup too. Yeah. um you're gonna need some orange bitters just throw in as many dashes as your heart desires uh, there's no rules or rhyme reason i still have I, never figured out what a bitter is i've i that's the fun of it, Glenn. It's an enigma. <laughs> just, just embrace the mystery, Glenn. And then you're going to need some maple syrup. This is where the holiday fall vibes really kick in. And, uh. you know, I don't like it super sweet, so I just throw a dash in. If you like your drink sweeter, add more in. Again, no rhyme or reason. Then you're going to get the fanciest tool in your bar set. It's a spoon. 
and you're going to stir that all up nice and fancy. Yeah, you don't need a shaker. You're not here to impress anyone today. This is for you. <laughs> and because I'm extra fancy. We are certainly not here to impress anybody today. That is for certain. <laughs> you're going to throw a cup of these bad boys in there. Just like so. We got the ice tongues and everything. Everything. I know it, Ashley. I, don't, I, I don't like your around. style, girl. Don't mess around. <laughs> so, you add your ice, and then it's done. You have a fancy, let's see if I spill ice all over my podcast. Desk. So, does it taste grapefruity or bourbony or maple syrupy? All of it. Oh, oh yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I make mine a little stronger, a little bit more bourbon flavor. I think like it oakier bourbon is nice in this but you know it's whatever you can use whiskey we use kirkland costco brand whiskey last night when i was making this back up um, costco makes whiskey yes ma'am oh not in new york i don't think <laughs> 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 well if you didn't know michigan is like one of the lead sellers in alcohol during the last couple of years and i do not think we've slowed down um but yes, it, the maple just adds like a nice little hint of sweetness to it. But the grapefruit's really nice. It's subtle. If you don't like grapefruit, here's the fun thing. You're getting a two-for-one recipe here. If you don't like grapefruit or grapefruit soda, you can use pomegranate juice instead and just add a little squeeze of lime in there. It's pretty delicious. Add some mint or add some rosemary. It's festive. Festive AF. <laughs> People will be impressed. All right, good. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Do you have a favorite holiday drink, Kristen? I mean, right now I'm drinking hot chocolate with bourbon cream in it, and that's pretty nice. Mm, that sounds it's very good, easy. actually. You just take a hot chocolate packet, pour some hot water in it, and add some bourbon cream. Is, Three steps. Is, it, is anybody eggnog? I'm not eggnog. I'm not on team eggnog. I, I love it. Yeah? Because you put a facetious amount of alcohol in it. <laughs> you need one glass and like whew, you're nogged up man jennifer just yelled eggnog she loves eggnog <laughs> i i'll give you my I grandma's like, recipe jen <laughs> <laughs> that's funny one other question for you guys before we get to your guest um do you have a favorite holiday food joy oh favorite holiday food can you come back to me that's a really okay. hard Kristen, question favorite holiday food um I think it's a good excuse for me to make fudge, which I realized we got into a whole thing on the fudge in last year's holiday episode. So yeah, everybody can go back and listen to that on the, the fudge making, but you know, it only seems to work at Christmas. I don't make it any other time of the year. So yeah, because it's two hours of stirring. I mean, yeah, I do like cheater fudge though. And it's like 10 minutes of stirring. So okay, really yeah. I do the horse girl version where we don't have that much time. So you know, you I'm not going to try to fight with you today on the show, Kristen, but I don't know if I would call that fudge. I don't even care. It's just like delicious chocolate, <laughs> something or other, like you can call it whatever you want. But that is my Christmas treat. Joy's <laughs> gotten bougie now that she's with this pie maker dude and an actual I'm cook. She's she also cook out of the couple of Palomas already. So she's in a fight. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Listen, right, let's just do a little a little cheers right now and cheers to everybody um merry christmas everybody merry christmas all, all right, right. you know food. what mine is cookies 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 just all the cookies just any of the of cookies that? i love like a all the cookies gingerbreads up there for me yeah yeah mm-hmm. ashley favorite uh, holiday food I would just say all the appetizers. We do like a huge appetizer spread Christmas Eve, which is really just because I'm lazy and then I don't have to cook Christmas Day. That's fair. There you go. There you go. All right. 
Let's uh, find out who your guest, Kristen, can you tell us about your guests that, are, that we're going to see coming up that you had a chance to catch up with? Yes, we were so thrilled to be joined by the Mansmans, who are like off-track thoroughbred royalty, essentially, in our little world. Um, they are a husband-wife power couple um, who retrain thoroughbreds at their home in Hume, Virginia, uh, and they are lots of fun. They are on the Retired Racehorse Project Board, and they are makeover veterans uh, for great reasons, and they are really, really good at just welcoming in all new trainers and making everybody feel at home in this thoroughbred world. So we sat down with them and had a lovely conversation. All right. We're going to hear from them right after this word from Stateline Tech, our title sponsor. Jingle all the way to savings at Stateline Tech. This holiday, our prices are dropping faster than Santa down a chimney. Find the perfect gift for your four-legged friend and deck the stalls with savings for your barn. Saddle up the sleigh this season with our incredible deals on thousands of products. Your horse will thank you, and so will your wallet. Use coupon code HRN at StatelineTech.com and receive 30% off your complete order. Simply enter coupon code HRN at checkout. Offer good now through December 31st. Well, we're very excited this hour to be joined by Claire Mansman plus Tom. Never get to hear from Tom, but Tom is the other half of Tom and Claire Mansman at Pacific Farm. So happy holidays, Tom and Claire. Welcome back to Retired Racehorse Radio. Thank you. Happy holidays. Well, I feel like animals are such a critical part for horse people and their holidays. So I'd love to know, what do you like to do with your horses come the holiday season? Pretty much every winter. That's the fox hunting season. So that has ramped up and continues through the holiday season. And that is like, that is full of merry cheer through the whole, um, well, all, from Thanksgiving through Christmas, through New Year's. And obviously after that as well. So um, kind of any excuse, I think. It's, it's certainly over the years, be, certainly become a tradition. And it is kind of neat to get up early on really cold mornings and get the horses ready and go out there and run around. Um, and um, of course, you never catch the fox. It's always just the fun and, and the camaraderie. And, uh, um, and then sometimes if the ground is really frozen, like in January or February, the hunts will meet later in the afternoons. And that's really neat because you come in in the dark um, after a day's um, kind of ride to the countryside. And uh, that's, that's really fun, too. That's not really my I'd rather go out in the dark and come back in the yeah. day. Back in the day, yeah. But I think yeah. it is fun. Um, and then Christmas time around here, we always um, we always do something um, with all of our clients and the horses, um, like some sort of like Christmas party. Um, we've done it unmounted, but it just seems to be more fun mounted. So we bring like bottles of champagne and some apple cider if you're not a champagne drinker. And um, and then we have one Irish woman that always has her Guinness. Um, and we'll do like, you know, mounted games. Um, last year was, I feel like my finest year from the dollar store. I bought like wreaths and those giant candy canes like the plastic oh, yeah and we did uh jousting like through the rings that. like ring that's fun jousting that was a that was a, a big highlight <laughs> there is something like inherently festive about fox hunting mm-hmm. like yes. or it's so it seems so an observer i've never gotten to go like i've gotten like cross-country schooling is the closest thing i've done and i've had port at the makeover so those are my yeah. like two <laughs> distant important. Yeah. <laughs> Distant claims to, to fox hunting, but yeah, just something about like going out in the cold makes you appreciate coming in a lot more Yeah, as like someone who lives in the cold, like 
that's an important part of winter is going out in it so that you can come inside and appreciate like the cozy warmth and light of yeah. being inside at the holidays. Yeah, and I think the, the fox hunting community is is really known and very good at hospitality. So you know, there's going to be a tailgate, whether it's indoors or outdoors, afterwards, and and everybody pitches in, and then sometimes there's you know a big breakfast that the landowner puts on, um, which is always special as well. But it, it is all about um, that hospitality, and it's it's fun. It's Last here in Virginia hunt country because um, a lot of landowners. Um, we as well have, have put our property in what's called a conservation easement um, that allows the property be, to be open in perpetuity. Um, and um, because of the hunt clubs, the fox hunt clubs, a lot of property is um, in conservation easements. Um, and a lot of those easements allow for um, people to ride through the land. Um, yeah, so amazing. here um, we have even we more are. hacking here now, Kristen. Than, oh man! Yeah. All right, we're gonna come back down. Mm -hmm. All right, field trip, retired racehorse radio field trip. Yep. Field trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask: Do you participate? Like, is there a drink of choice before you get started a fox hunting? Are you like a hottie oh, toddy? Or... Are you like a famous drink in your class? Yeah. So traditionally, uh, it's called a stirrup cup, and that's how the hunt would start. Um, and maybe the host or the um, the landowner where, where the meat is, it's called the meat where everybody congregates to start the hunt. Um, and a stirrup cup usually is, uh, and I, I have to Google the tradition on this, but it's usually port or sherry. Um, and that's kind of, um, sends off the hunt. Um, and then if you're a true gentleman, you would carry a flask. Um, and in your flask, or gentlewoman, and the ladies okay, I was gonna would, ask, would yeah. carry a, what's called a sandwich case, and in their sandwich case would be a small um, flask that would have some something probably sherry, delightful in there as well. So, yeah. all right. So, in the spirit of the day, uh, we all have to share our best or worst holiday fails, horse related or otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I, mm, trying to think. Last year we have we usually we always have a lovely Christmas like no matter what happens we just you know always make the best of it. So like a couple of years ago my mom said no more gifts. It was after covid. She's like we're not doing gifts anymore. We're just spending time together. And I was like that's great. I love that. So last year we were ready to come down on Christmas and we got that awful storm that went through the well I think it went through everywhere where it got mm -hmm. super super cold. So it went down to like I don't know, 30 below or something here with wind and some horrible snow. And I was like, all right, I am not in good faith going to leave the farm for my farm sitter to deal with in weather like this. So we had to push back our trip down to Pennsylvania to see my mom and, and dad. And um, we just cobbled Christmas dinner together from like what was in the fridge and the freezer, you know, because we had prepared to be gone for a week. So we had no fresh food. So we just sort of made something up and that was fine. And then I was so disorganized and we, we went down to visit my parents. I meant to make these very elaborate nut rolls and I just bought whole nuts. So then I was at the kitchen table for the better part of a day chopping <laughs> four pounds of nuts into like little tiny crushed segments. So that wasn't good. And then um, the dog of the hour Lark was uh, in my mom's lap, like sitting upright like a person. And she fell asleep with her head on her shoulder and she was just so comfortable that she peed all over my mom <laughs> while she was asleep. Oh, no. So that wasn't very good. So mom all of a sudden's like, why am I wet? And I was like, Ooh. pretty big holiday <laughs> sale. So sorry. Oh, and then the same dog, we were outside um, around the bonfire and Lark was like, I'm going to jump on Ruth's lap again and jump straight on my mom and flung an entire glass of red wine from 
head to toe. So yeah, she got my mom twice that week. It was great. So invite Lark to your Christmas party is the moral. That's of the story. amazing. <laughs> Our whole you see, if you had a glass of wine or coffee or whatever, anything, and she wanted you to pet her, she would take her nose under that hand and go like this. Oh, you, and I cannot tell you how many glasses she would send flying because she would just be real quiet. She was a stealthy. You guys are really selling the breed on me right now. Yeah, really yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> All right, Joy, how about you? Um, you know what? I want to hear from Tom and Claire. I would love to hear theirs and then I'll, I'll wrap with mine. When we were little, just like growing up, um, like our tradition was you couldn't open presents until you went down and cleaned the entire barn. Cause it was always a day. My father's a veterinarian. And so um, we lived on the same property where his veterinary clinic was. And, um, and so I my brother and I would get up so early and like, just, it was like the fastest, most effective we ever were cleaning stalls and like they were changing bandages. Like it was like a veterinary clinic and we had to like, you know, um, uh, hand walk some horses and like, um, you know, everything we could, which usually took us like five hours when we work for our, our parents in the summertime or whatever. Um, we got it done in like 30 minutes, you know, just so we could get back. Oh my God. But did you do it well is the question. I'm sorry. Did you do it well at the end of the day? Yeah, yeah, we did. Like, well, well we that's couldn't. That's an excuse. Yeah, that, that would have gone over. <laughs> that wasn't an option. So I remember as a kid going, oh, man, we have, you know, it, it's such a bummer. We have to, you know, go to the barn before we can open presents. But now looking back at it as an adult, like, it was really fun. Like, it was like yeah. something that we ended up looking forward to. And it's a little tradition we have now in our little business is um, – our whole crew is off. So on Christmas morning, I don't make our children go clean all the stalls and hand walk all the horses on Christmas day. But we usually always go down and like take the blankets off and like we do feed, the horses together. Yeah. And we feed candy canes to each horse. Yeah. We always walk around oh, and take pictures yeah. for the clients and stuff like that. Oh, I love that. And every horse on the property gets a candy cane and a picture sent to their owners. Yeah. And um, so it's just kind of now it's like what, ended up being like a childhood like ah now it's like a fun thing yeah it's kind of together i love that that's so sweet i love that that's how the good traditions start right it's it's like start something goofy or something you're like and then yeah it becomes a formative i have a good tom we had a we had a bad christmas one year uh where our son was really ill and we couldn't travel to my family uh which is what we used to do all the time and it was really last minute and we never really decorated our house because we always went to Texas for Christmas and we were supposed to leave like two days before Christmas. Yeah. Like and that. so Chris, we decide we're not going to go, which it was like fine. It ended up being good, but it was um, like kind of a bummer. And then we were like, we don't even have like a Christmas. We have like a tiny fake Christmas tree. Cause then again, we were gone and we would be gone for the week. And so Tom goes to this on Christmas Eve, he goes to this local tree farm and we had a really, with really tall ceilings in our house. And so we always thought it would be really fun to have a really big Christmas tree, but so he goes and there's this Christmas tree and it's enormous. It's still sitting there because it's like a $500 Christmas tree. Right. And he goes and the guy's like, um, um, well, you know, I'll give you a deal. I'll give it to you for, I don't know what the numbers, but it's like for three fifty or something. And Tom looks at him and he goes, 
it's Christmas Eve. I'll give you 20 bucks. And the guy goes, sold. Like thousand dollars. We didn't have enough lights or ornaments. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> could barely get it through the door. We didn't have a tree stand. We were like, oh, we tend to put things like the cart went over. And but the it kids was... were really little there and they, they were like, yeah, this is the coolest thing ever. Aww. Aww. Now everyone really has to find like a giant Christmas tree. That's the only. Christmas you set like a new standard. <laughs> right? oh, it's okay. got to be bigger. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> You can always use that. it as like a jump obstacle later, though. Like recycle we that yeah. tree. Yeah, we oh, yeah. it here and then um, and then we light it on fire. Yeah, oh, that's also a tradition. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Well, I will. I'll wrap up our segment with I don't even know which Christmas fail I should start with. Most of them include my dog because she is forever creating content I didn't ask for. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'll wrap up with two very quick ones because they're they're even on how great they are. The first is. The first time I had an apartment to myself, I wanted to have a holiday party in an 800-square-foot apartment and got 15 people inside it. Was it smart? Probably not. But it was going well. I had, like, we did White Elephant. We were playing games. I had prizes. I had, like, the Christmas pickle in the tree. If you don't know what that is, you can message me. I'll tell you all about it. But it was a good time. And Tova is um, very much an introvert. She's very much an introverted dog. We do not like more than like two people in a room at a time. And she, for some reason, she had already gone out. We've done the potty thing. She was like settling in for the night and she was socializing fairly well. But halfway through the party, she just walks in the middle of everyone talking and takes a poop <laughs> in the middle of the floor and then just looks at me and walks away. <laughs> All right. And I was like, well, it's received. Yeah, <laughs> we we heard her opinion on this party. Everyone else is having a good time. So that was fun. And you have 15 people in an 800 square foot apartment and it smells like dog poop. So, but that's fine. And then I saw the cat was eating out of the chip bowl the whole time. I was like, this is going great. <laughs> that's awesome. So that, that was fun for my first party. I did not throw another party after that. Mm-hmm. This uh, is our honest. And then the second also includes Tova, very on par with Kristen's story. Um, I was going to my parents for Christmas and I had made two pies per my father's request. Uh And Tova loves the car. Okay, she's not here. Tova loves the car. And we have to be careful saying that word in this house. Um, And she was so excited to go. So excited, she forgot that she doesn't sit in the passenger seat where the pies were sitting, and literally, but firmly in, perfectly round into my dad's Christmas pie. Um, and my dog is white, <laughs> so she had bright purple berry butt. The words came that came out of my mouth are not allowed on this show. They will never be allowed on the show. And my neighbors came out to see why I was screaming and swearing. <laughs> and I looked at them. I was like, get back in your apartments. This doesn't concern you. Merry Christmas from joy. All, right. All the Christmas merriment. <laughs> and meanwhile, my dog just has a bright red butt. And one of my elderly neighbors thought she was bleeding and thought she needed to call somebody. Oh, oh my geez. gosh. So. <laughs> so the gift that keeps on giving. It was it was a great start to Christmas. Luckily, oh. I made a backup pie. Somehow, I knew. I just assumed my dad would want two and want to freeze it, but he only got yeah. one. These are the perils of being dog people, which we all clearly the are. Horse? 
<laughs> the horse doesn't do anything on Christmas. She eats her peppermint plop and she has a good time. Doesn't cause me any troubles, but the dog yeah. consistent, consistent yeah. each year. Oh There's the, the canine variety. <laughs> well, this was so much fun. We're so glad you were able to join us and learn a little bit more about fox hunting for the holidays. I'm adding it to my bucket list, by the way. Yeah. Um, have to come that? down. One. And Kristen, I'm picking you up. We're going to meet halfway. We're going to All, right. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Um, yep, but we'll thank be there. you again, Claire and Tom, for joining us for our Radiothon Hour and Retired Resource Radio. Happy holidays. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Well, next up, uh, thank you guys for that. That was a fun interview. And next up, we're going to hear from our listeners again with another voicemail package. And this is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. And thanks to Jemmy, our producer, for doing this for us. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. These holiday voicemails are brought to you by all of us at Kentucky Performance Products. Happy holidays, Horse World! So my mom said, sit here with your weather beater, collar on, and look cute. So I did. I just want to win a weather beater prize. Then I can look cool like my brother. Look at his weather beater rug. I think there's nothing like horses and teenagers to make you believe in Santa Claus again. Santa baby, please slip a new pad under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, my horse needs a new blanket too, bright pink. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed, taking care of horses, kids, and husband too. Next year I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Santa baby forgot to mention one little thing, cha-ching. No, I don't mean as a lone Santa baby. It takes a lot to feed this crew. Merry Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, with apologies to Sir Clement Moore. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the barn, not a creature was stirring or causing alarm. And I, with the haycart and my cat snug on top, were feeding the horses this last evening stop. I called as I passed, to each horse gave a nod. They were eager to see me and nickered and pawed. Come Luna, come Lucy, come Flannery and Gavin. There'll be carrots next morning and special treats that I'm fixin'. Now it's time to bed down for the night so that Santa can make all his rounds from here to Atlanta. So I'll finish my rounds and turn out the lights. Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night. 
I'm dreaming of our first show season. Now that I've found my pretty mare, an Oldenburg beauty, Ken Borden Jr. breeding, and Keegan O'Brien doing all the teaching. I'm dreaming of our first show season, trotting down center line. State line tech makes us pretty. Purine and KY products keep her healthy, and keeping it light is HRN, listening to Jamie and Glenn. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to everybody. Hi, this is Linda from Tallahassee, and I heard that Santa was concerned about a possible huge Christmas fail this year, but apparently he solved his problem. So Christmas is coming, and poor Santa's sighing. My job's getting harder, but I must keep on trying. So many more presents and only one night. Don't know if I'll finish my Christmas Eve flight. My reindeer are aging, too few and too slow. I need more propulsion. It worries me so. Then his eyes lit up brightly. If I have to go fast, I'll just have to call up great steeds from the past. So that's why from Santa, if you listen this year, this exhortation is what you will hear. On Secretariat, Man of War, Swaps, Dash Away, Whirl Away, Wash Out for the Cops. On Ferdinand, Seabiscuit, Seattle Slough, John Henry, War Admiral, Smarty Jones too. Assault and Citation, and then there's Count Fleet. Go Gallant Fox, Omaha, Make with the Feet. Near the front is affirmed, I'm glad I could find him, and rightly poor Aladars slightly behind him. And then there's Cigar, and next Carryback, with a dozen more horses who make up the pack. And leading them all on this holiday hike is the longest of long shots. You've heard of Rich Strike? Now my trip is completed. Took just half an hour. It's Merry Christmas for all, thanks to all my horsepower. Hello, Radiothon. It's Nikki Rettino from New Jersey, longtime listener and WTF host, wishing everybody at the Horse Radio Network and, of course, the auditors a happy holiday. I hope that everybody gets all the good presents this year and just let you all know that you guys are the gift that keeps giving all year long. Love you guys. Glad to see Radiothon's back and happy holidays. Happy Radiothon auditors. This is Lindsay from Georgia and the Facebook Mastermind. My holiday fail is the first Christmas after my husband and I bought our new house. We invited my family to join us and the turkey fryer was being a bit difficult. Couldn't figure out why it wouldn't stay at temperature. And we realized that we'd misread the instructions and we're trying to cook it at 450 instead of 350. So there wasn't much left of that turkey, but what was left was quite delicious. And we were glad we had a lot of sides to make up for the lack of turkey. Are you concerned your performance horse or older senior might lose weight this winter? Is your horse maxed out on grain and eating all the hay you give him and still on the skinny side? Get Equijoule High Fat Supplement. One pound provides 2,000 kcals of easy-to-digest energy, and it doesn't cause excitability. To learn more, visit kppusa.com today. Oh my goodness, this has been such a treat. And speaking of treats, I know that I'm known as a foodie in our auditor group, Kristen, but you're also a foodie and a pretty damn good baker. So you have a recipe to share too. 
Yeah, and I will preface this by saying it's pretty ballsy for me to come and bring a pie recipe to, you know, like join the join Zach show. But um, I did, <laughs> I was ready to like call Zach if I had a problem with this and didn't need it. So I know I did um, love it. I love the text where you're like, I need a pie I consultation. Like, I was like, I is this a new service line? <laughs> it might be, you know, I assume Zach would take my call off. I was like, Zach, I broke it. But um, this came out lovely. So I really think this is a foolproof recipe that anybody can do. So this was like the pie of the year, I think, for Thanksgiving. It was the cranberry curd tart. Mm. Um, I think eight different people on my friends list made this, judging by my newsfeed on Thanksgiving Day. So uh, the cranberry curd tart is also good for Christmas. So if you guys are like, oh, I missed the boat on Thanksgiving, it's fine because there's another like cranberry themed holiday about three weeks away. So uh, the cranberry curd tart, um, it was super easy. The only baking you have to do is for the crust. So you start um, with a crust. I used um, almond cookies from um, a cookie maker called Anna's. They also do ginger snap things. I love Anna's cookies. So yeah, when I came to visit Swedish, you. So, oh, oh yeah, you stocked up, didn't you? I did. I ate like two boxes in the car. They're thin. It's fine. You can eat as many as you yeah, need. Yeah, it's only a four-hour drive, but that's okay. We don't have to. It's fine. It's just yeah, a box every two hours, so you're good. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I took a box of those and crushed those up in a food processor. You mix that with a third of a cup of brown sugar, five tablespoons of melted butter, and then like mush that into the pan, you know, and like make your crust, and then you sort of blind bake that. Um, I think for like eight minutes at three seventy-five, um, and then take that out, pop that in the fridge, and let that cool. Um, while that's cooling, then you make the curd filling. So in uh, like a pot, then you do 15 ounces of cranberries, which is just one bag of fresh cranberries, uh, zest some lemon, zest some orange, um, and then juice both of those, the lemon and the orange. And then you cook that for a while. Um, and I cooked mine, I think, a little longer. The recipe says 10 minutes, and I cooked it for a while. And I think that made it sweeter. Um, my friend made the exact same recipe at the same time and hers came out like horribly bitter. So, and she didn't, she like literally we followed the same amounts. Um, so I would recommend cook it longer. Um, then you use a blender and like, you know, nuke everything and, and mix it all together and then you strain it. And that took a long time cause you have to really kind of help it through the strainer, but that gets all the cranberry skins out. Um, mm -hmm. then you have to temper eggs, which sounds difficult in theory, but in practice, it was super easy. So you're going to put in, I think it's three whole eggs and then, sorry, two eggs, two egg yolks. So it's like three and a half eggs. Um, mix those up and then you add a little bit of cranberry mixture really slowly and that warms the eggs without scrambling them. If you just oh. dump them in, you're going to scramble your eggs and then it's going to be gross. But so, it sounds super impressive. It so sounds fancy. Your I tempered my eggs. Yeah. Yeah. When you tell your family crazy. how you made it, like they're going to be so impressed with you. They'll be like, oh, wow. So, All the mother-in-laws out there. Be right. Ready for that story for them. I will tell you it works because I looked really cool on Thanksgiving. So anyway, um, take the eggs, put that back in once the eggs are warmed up or tempered, which is our new word of the day. Um, cook that again for another 10 minutes until it gets thick and it's all bubbly. Um, at this point, it's like a pretty lurid pink, <laughs> like magenta. Like it's a very bright hue. Um, that's then you're going to add in colors. It was really cool. It looked like a Barbie pie when I was done. So that's why I laughed when you had your Barbie sweater on. I know, it's um, a theme. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> um, then you whisk in a little more softened butter and a little bit of salt. Put that in a bowl and like really like coat the surface of the curd with plastic wrap or it's going to get like a skin on it. Um, let that chill in the fridge for a while and then you pour it in your chilled crust and then you can get really fancy with your garnishes. Um, I did no garnishes at all. I just was like, I did enough. I served it. Um, we also did like the entire rest of Thanksgiving. So I was like, I have enough to do. Nobody will mind if I garnish this, but when I do it for Christmas, I'm going to do the sugared cranberries. Um, and then a little bit of fresh rosemary. Cause of course it'll look like 
a sprig of pine. So you can make it look really, really fancy. Um, like the photo that Glenn had up, like that was a very fancy version. Pinterest um, is your best friend if you're looking for ways yeah. to make things look pretty. And yeah, we tried them. to do the little like candied lemon peel and we didn't really know what we were doing. That looked fine for like the two seconds before we cut the pie up. So, you know, we we had a good time. Um, so I am going to try this again. So you have like some Swedish background. Oh, there's the pie. So you can do the like the sugared cranberries, make it look really fancy. Um, I, I love literally it. just served it like pink and bare. It was like, here you go. Enjoy your pie. So and everybody really liked it. I had some fist next day and it was a little 24 hours later. So. I love it. You know, I think something else that would look really pretty too is a Swiss meringue. I love, love making Swiss meringue. It's one of those super, it looks fancy when you bring it out and it's got that marshmallow texture, uh, but it's so easy to make because all you really need is a couple egg whites. I typically use like two to four, depending how much I want to make. Um, and you put those in a bowl, add a cup of sugar to it. And this is where I get... Uh, some people don't like me for it. I got the vanilla as I'm cooking it, but like, do you, if you want to add it after, I'm not going to judge you, but I add it then put on a double boiler. If you don't have a double boiler, like I surprisingly don't, um, I just use a heat proof mixing bowl and put it on top of a pot with some simmering water on it. Yeah, not too fancy. Boiler. You're good. Exactly. And then you're just like beating or you're just whisking all that together, not to make it fluffy yet. You're just cooking the eggs down till it's about 160. If you don't have a thermometer, put it on your stocking wish list. Like they're, they're 10 bucks. It changes your life. You never have to worry about salmonella again. I highly recommend getting a, a food thermometer. Um, but about to 160, you just want to keep mixing that sugar mixture together till it all comes together. And then after that, you can like beat it with the whisk after it comes right off the stove. Doesn't matter if it's still hot. And you just beat it till it's like this beautiful, like marshmallowy peaks filled up. And they just pipe that right on. And it's so fancy. I just did a thing on my Instagram with um, cupcakes for it. I did s'mores cupcakes using coffee as a base to bring out the chocolate flavor. Ooh. But it, it looks really fancy and it's so easy. So I bet that would be beautiful. I bet you could do that on top of this. Yeah, because it actually had like kind of the same consistency and almost flavor of a, mm -hmm. like a lemon pie so like a lemon meringue or a key lime exactly so, yeah it was super citrusy so i'm actually i'm planning before christmas we're gonna try it with lingonberry which is like a specialty yes. like scandinavian fruit i'm coming over to your house yeah i'll let you know if it works because the lingonberry is really similar to similar to a cranberry i think mm -hmm. it's maybe not quite as sweet which i think will actually work because this pie came out pretty sweet so i'll let you I know if it works <laughs> keep me posted we have, uh, yeah we have fresh lingon in for christmas at my sister-in-law's uh, farm store where you got your Anna's cookies and where I got mine. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give it a go. See if it works. We're getting crazy here, but I've been watching enough, enough great British baking show that I'm feeling like very confident. You're feeling inspired. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like osmosis. If I watch enough good bakers, like I'll eventually become one. So we'll see. I love this. I know this Where's is like writing. <laughs> you watch enough yeah. good writers and you're like, yeah, okay. I can a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, you know, I know this is the retired resource radio hour, but I also love the fact that we get to talk about like food and drink and like, we're more than just horse people, <laughs> you know? Well, this is what I like, right? It's like, and we've had this conversation that it's really important to have multiple dimensions. Yes. To you, you know, like I might only be too faceted because I like horses and food, but it's at least more, more than, than one. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did see a really great comment in here. I'm sorry because I can't see the name, unfortunately, but someone said you can make vegan meringue with aquafaba, um, which is the liquid from the garbanzo bean cans. And I have made that 
Um, the nice thing is you don't have to cook the tone either. It's like ready to go. I do recommend adding a little bit of stiffener though, if you want it to like stay up for the whole evening. So you could do um, a little bit of like cream of tartar, a little bit of arrowroot, something like that, just to keep it together. Google for what's best for you. These are things off the top of my head. I am not a professional. I could ask that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we need like a side, like one uh, one special episode, a quarter where we just like Joy and Kristen do recipes. That would be fun with Zach I- and Eric. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, guys! I love the recipes. That's terrific. Good job. Keeping it festive. Are you inspired? Are you going to, like, yeah. after radio I'll, fun with all your spare time, you know? Yes. I'll tell you what. Yeah. That uh, The cranberry tart looked really good. I mean, it's really good. It's super just, easy. It, like, it looks amazing. Everyone will be super impressed with you, and you don't have to tell them how easy it is. So, How about, what do you say we give away another prize to a listener? Another mug. I love another it. one of our terrific 2023 holiday mugs. We do different ones every year, thanks to our wonderful auditor Jessica Troop, who draws them every year. And I have a question now. This is going to be for people who really pay attention. All right. Um, so, Ashley, are you ready to you ready to check out the comments? So, in, yes. in the comments, put your name first, and then you'll put the answer. Where did my wife Jennifer and I meet? And you have to be specific. I know. Where did we meet? I know. It's a deep cut. I like it. (laughs) Long time (laughs) listeners will remember that when Joy knows it. uh, And I know a lot of you know it. Amy. Oh, no, that's uh, not good enough. Need to get more specific, Amy. No, Amy, that's not good enough. You need to be specific. Which one? Which one? That's too easy. You need to know which one. Wait, there's two. Oh, here we go. Oh, there it is. Sharon. That's right. Sharon got it. The Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. That is correct. That's a good Uh, fair. I saw my Renaissance Fair growing up. Maybe I saw you, Glenn. (laughs) Oh, my God. You probably did. Although I was a little earlier than you, I think. I was was there uh, for (laughs) four years, I think I worked there as the town crier and flirt. That was my job uh, at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Obviously, it works. What was that job description when you saw the ad? By the way, like I'm curious. There was no, there was no ad. You tried out, and then they said, "Well, you're the loudest. You're obviously the town crier because everybody can hear you from a mile away." So that's how I got that gig. And then you started. And then it was like someone during the interview. Like I think I did. I kissed a hand, and that was it. Then I was the flirt. I was my job was to kiss every female hand that came in. They weren't quite as busy then as we are now. before COVID, you know? That was before COVID, before AIDS even. So, so uh, yeah, that's what, and all, and Sharon even says, saw the yellow pants while she was doing archery. Oh my God, Sharon, you pay attention. That's exactly right. She, I saw her butt first. She was in yellow pants and she was that's shooting true, archery. Man. Chasing a horse girl. <laughs> so there you go. Paid to be a horse girl there or not. I'm not sure. She's been stuck with me for 35 years. So <laughs> good job. Did we write down who won that one? Sharon yes. won that one? Yep. All right. Good. Terrific. How about we give away some other prizes? What do you guys think? Ashley, take it away. Question. Yeah, great. So our prize giveaways are sponsored by Benefab. Do you have a horse that struggles with stiffness? With only ceramic and magnetic infused products on the market, backed by clinical research, your satisfaction is guaranteed with Benefab. Visit BenefabProducts.com to learn more and check out their ongoing holiday deals. Joy, tell us about the first one. 
Yeah. So we are giving away a Hey Optimizer Optimizer install, which is a $495 value. The optimizer install is designed to be mounted in the corner of a stall, fence, or shelter. It has a durable slow feeder that can hold up to 25 pounds of hay. Oh my gosh, that would make my life so much easier. With optimizer's super clever design, less than 1% of hay fed in optimizers optimizers is wasted hay is kept clean and the eating position is head down and is quick and easy to fill it is horse husband approved and you can learn more at optimizer.net i saw this in person and i officially gave it the horse husband approved label uh this thing is really cool i mean it uh, we're definitely getting them for our barn when we get our barn built because you, i hate hay nets i just hate them it's so not they, fun and then you're like yeah. covered them they go down your shirt you're <laughs> so itchy. itchy scratchy this there's this little slide. You slide the hay net part uh, off out of the way. You throw the hay in, slide it back. You're done. It's so nice. <laughs> and you don't waste anything. It's so good. All that. right. We're going to pick a number now, guys. I'll go with uh, Kristen first. You're going to pick a number between 2 and 875. All right, I'm going to go with my back number for the past few years at our ranch show, 806. Wow, there's a lot of people at your ranch show. Yeah, well, we started at 800, so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was Not so many people. To sign up. We are over 1,000 now, so. Oh, good, good. Yeah, All good. right, Sam Reeves from Kentucky. Congratulations oh, Sam. to Sam gets the hay feeder. That's a big prize. Well yeah, done, Sam. Good job. All right, our next prize Kristen's going to tell us about. Yeah, we have an Espar Equestrian gift certificate, which is a $100 value. Espar Equestrian offers beautiful hand-illustrated sun-protective shirts in several styles, perfect for riding or stable to street, which clearly I need. We also offer a full line of apparel for the competitor. Visit EsparEquestrian.com. All right, I'm going to have uh, Joy pick this one. No pressure. Nobody will come after you. It's fine. No, I just pick a number. Yeah. You know, let's do 111. I already picked that one. Ooh. Oh, it's yeah. a great so, number. All right. Well, then we're going to go up one, 112. 112. <laughs> all right. Let me go all the way up to top. You guys do this to me every time. Bottom top, bottom top. Uh, 112 is on here somewhere. Kimberly Pashak? Pashak? Something like that. Kimberly wins. Yay. So congratulations to Kimberly. Yay, Kimberly, Kimberly wins the... Uh, it, did we cite it? It was Espoir. 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 Okay. Yeah. Espoir. I Americanized you, it. Sorry. Espoir. Yeah, you know, if anybody knows how to say it, write it in the comments, because we actually spent about 15 minutes in a pre-show meeting deciding how I we asked. say this word. I did you ask. asked? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I almost espoir. reassigned it to Joy. I was like, well, oh, Joy do this one. <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> we have one more prize. Ashley's going to tell us about it. <laughs> yes. And our last prize of the hour is going to be a U.S. Rider subscription. U.S. Rider is a nationwide roadside assistant plan created especially for equestrians. It includes standard features such as flat tire repair, battery assistance, and lockout services, plus towing and roadside repairs for tow vehicles and trailers with horses. U.S. Rider can replace motor current motor plans by covering members in any vehicle even if you're not driving. For more information about the U.S. Rider Equestrian Motor Plan, visit usrider.org. 
All right. Uh, Kristen. Uh, what's my upper limit on numbers? 875. All right. Good thing, because Eric's back number is 874. Oh. oh Here we go again. <laughs> Scroll back the other way, Glenn. You have to earn your salary, Glenn. I guess. His finger is going to get a Keep puff from all the scrolling. scrolling. <laughs> He's going to have a buffest index finger. <laughs> okay, the winner is Nicole Blinko. Nicole Blinko, congratulations. You are the winner of the U.S. Rider subscription, oh, which I if you have a horse trailer, is a really handy thing to have. <laughs> I need so, to get on that. I know. It's yeah. like, <laughs> not be our, our Christmas gift this year, Glenn. You guys, they are a sister company of ours, so just send me an email after, and we'll, we'll see what we can do for you guys okay because you oh, are so all right <laughs> so i have to ask you we have a couple of minutes here at the end of the hour which is unheard of um i need to know your best and worst holiday movie what's oh. your we were just talking about movies in the first hour that's what reminded me of oh do you gosh. have a favorite yeah. yes we do we actually purchase this movie because it's so bad okay. we have to watch it every year it's called the spirit of christmas i think and it's uh you know the girl leaves the big city to go to the small town to fix up this in somehow something something like that and she falls in love with a ghost oh my oh yeah it's great so it's is this like, your best hand no worst like is this so yes it's <laughs> okay. yeah well yeah i think it was the covid year eric and i were like we're gonna just sit here and watch cheesy movies and like try to get in the spirit and then we were like this one's really bad let's buy it like, so, yeah, we watch it every year so yeah it's the spirit i think i'm gonna like google this real fast and confirm that that's what it's called but they're all the same you know so it's it's yeah uh, how does it end though i mean clearly they don't get married well okay so there's like some sort of weird like ghost law something or other and he seems to come back as a person so we're talking possession i have a lot of questions okay so eric (laughs) most of them along the lines of physics yeah that's what i was thinking No, like, has, Eric, has this been cleared by the Pope? This is a Christmas show, guys. <laughs> Eric thinks the whole thing is that she hit her head and the rest of the movie is a hallucination. That would make no. no they never revealed that really LSD So Eric's like, I still like he still thinks that she's also a ghost, and then they just go ghostly together. But I don't, I don't know. I like it. Everybody should watch it. Can you be? I love that she watched it every year and still doesn't understand it. That makes it a bad movie. We're like, how does it just don't ever enjoy it? That Joy? gives me anxiety, Kristen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna. I'll like. I'm gonna Facetime you and make you watch it with us. I can great. hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could do a watch party in the auditor room. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, could that could oh, be fun. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, keep. I do those for my team going. at work and my Muggle job. I throw them watch parties on Friday, so I know they're actually working. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're fun. <laughs> I'm a great boss. There's nothing. <laughs> See, okay, someone in the comments has seen it too. They love it. Oh, gosh. Oh, um, Joy, do you have here? a favorite or worst? I'm a real Grinch when it comes to Christmas. Um, I hate holiday movies. Okay, all right. I have one. And Gina just posted it. Thank you, Gina. (laughs) Gina, we watch it every year on Christmas Eve. It's been a tradition ever since it came out. It probably, I don't know, it's 20 years ago. But we watch it every year on Christmas Eve. We haven't missed a Christmas Eve, and it's a Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, We love the Muppets. All our horses are named after Muppets. So we, yeah. 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 So we've done that for years. Those are guaranteed to get stuck in your head. 
for the rest yes, of the Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, I they love are, but... the the Cratchit song. When they come out with the chains, Marley and Cratchit. Yes. Ooh. yes. Ooh. <laughs> we can't sing yeah, anymore because copyrights, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just here. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Like, <laughs> It is good. You have to try that one, Joy. I yeah, think you would I, like I'm it. I'm willing to try it because I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I'm going to watch Sweeney Todd probably for Christmas. <laughs> They're singing okay, so wait, it. They're singing. I'm I mean, you. No, they're singing. Up. This is a good group. There's to some pull. happiness. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Why are oh, you trying I don't to like put it. a label on it? I'm gonna go Christmas <laughs> because it, he does steal Santa. But he steals Santa, and it's to Halloween. But isn't now. that the Christmas so spirit? But you know what? It's he just also, wants to give. It's Poor the Jack. best interpretation of what actually happens in America every Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's just the whole thing is a metaphor. Capitalism, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks your soul right out, and you're yes. the king of of Halloween I town. I think it's a revenge move for Halloween, and I applaud it. All right. Well, we've known Joy's favorite movie now. Yeah. <laughs> April supports me. I see it in the chat. She also. Supports uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, On yeah, that note. <laughs> We're going to call it an hour. <laughs> Thank you guys both for playing along and doing this. I really appreciate it. This is your second Radiothon, right? So you did one early on. having an hour. Last time you just got to come to the fun happy hour party. Oh, okay. So yeah, we that's made right. it. We made it. You now you graduated. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 careful what you wish for, because now you're going to have something to do after Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. That's yep. And you guys are emceeing next year. We're retiring. So. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's why our hour was done fastest because we're retired <laughs> racehorses. Efficient. We are <laughs> the best minute race you'll ever see. <laughs> Stay tuned for hour three of the HRN Holiday Radiothon as Trivia Hour is up next. Don't forget the audio version of the Radiothon will be available tomorrow on the Horses in the Morning, the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed, and the Auditor feeds. We'll separate them by hour so it'll be easy to listen to. No need to miss a minute. And now, Jemmy, our terrific producer who we love, is going to take us into hour three. Bye, guys. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Another hour of the Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by State Line Tack. We'll be back shortly. Happy holidays, HRN family. This is from My Horse Truly in Kansas. I tore my hay bag right in half. Somebody snitched on me. Kicked my pony brother right in the ouch. Somebody snitched on me. Daily Duncan rinse in my tank. Give that electric fence a really good yank. My, that bills will break any bank. And somebody snitched on me. Next year I'll be sneakier. Next year I'll be trickier. I'll start now. It's never too late. Cause someone will snitch on me. We're throwing in this random winning of the famous chili so your horses can feel part of the Radiothon too. 
<laughs> Hang in there. Radiothon is not over yet. I know your butt is getting tired in the saddle, but you can do it. Keep riding until 9 p.m.